Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The Trevor Brooklyn and Billy Bones Paolo DiCaglio West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together in defeat good evening good morning or good afternoon this is more than just a podcast podcast episode 19 of season five well done my name's george i'm here with sean hello sean Good evening or top of the morning to you. And it's Sean's birthday today. He's so dedicated that he's even taken time out of his yeah. actual birthday to Are you going to sing happy birthday to me like you did off air? No. Uh, mm. No. Oh. It's already been done. Okay. How old are you today, Sean? It's 50, isn't it? Well, uh, John was telling everyone. So we went, we celebrated my birthday uh, for the Man City game last Saturday. And we got to the Black Line probably about two and a half hours before kickoff, And John told everyone in the Black Lion that I was 50 and I didn't even argue with anyone. I just let him go it. Because the great thing is I'm going to be 50 next year and 50 year afterwards. So I'm 50 for two more years until I am actually 50, John. Unlike <laughs> you, who will be 50 in one more year. And a half. All right, if you want to start counting hearts. Oh, I, I mean, that's pretty desperate if you ask me that you start no, I just What happens, Sean, <laughs> really, what happens in life tends to be what goes around. Comes around. Yeah. So I was just joining in your old, game. While we're at it, how old are you, George? Why? Well, just because we're all doing our ages. I am 23. God, you haven't lived. No. <laughs> Anyway, this is not a birthday podcast, it's not, is it? No, it's not a birthday <laughs> podcast. Anyway, yeah. Happy birthday, Sean. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Thank here you. with John. Dungushin. Hello, John. Hello. It's not your birthday, is it? No, it's not my birthday. But how are you today? You all right? I'm all right. I've still got a bit of a throat on from the game. What was that? Too much shouting. And shouting, drink. drinking. It, it was singing. a bit of a messy night, which we'll talk about later. We, we have talk a take about a villa ticket. Yeah. Who wants it? Yeah. Cool. Uh... So, yeah, well, uh, as Sean said, we were at the game on Saturday. A very good watch, I believe, for the neutrals. And I thought it was a very good game myself. It was a very good game. It was it was a very good day, augmented by 90 minutes of football. Do you see what I've done there? Usually. What's your saying, John? 
ruined, spoiled by. Yeah. That, those were those were in the dark days. Yeah. Now I'm using the word augmented. That's a big word. Yeah, it is. And you pronounced it correctly. So I it's did. all going well. <laughs> well done. Uh, so, in case you missed it, we drew to all with Manchester did City we? at home. Did we? Uh, started the game really well, didn't Valencia we? Valencia 2, Aguero 2. Yeah. Where would they be without Aguero? Nowhere. Well, actually, Hart as well. I mean, he... Yeah, he, he Hart much won world point, class. didn't he, with that in save? That, yeah, that with, hot, with hindsight. Yeah. Only one keeper, um, Bilic says later, could have saved that, and that was Joe Hart. Oh. With his dandruff. No, but he uh, he done really well. Aguero was on sort of good form, but the rest of them, you know, their defence was awful. You see, I've, I've, watched, I've watched it on every kind of platform since I've got back. Mm. I've watched it on goals on Sunday match of the day and everything. And... Uh, at one point, they they show that Otamendi was doing his hair, checking his hair. We own just, be, just before Valencia run in behind him, and they threw the ball into him and scored the goal. Oh, really? Yeah, he was they doing looked, that, they rubbing looked, his hair. Even though they've got all that quality, Payet and the rest of them made them look average. Yeah, we did. Payet just looked the best player yeah. on the pitch, didn't he? Yeah. My stepfather, who's a Manchester United fan, just said to me can we have Dimitri Payet? And I said, no, you can't. He said, how much you pay for him? I said, 10.9, uh, 10.7 million. He went, he's such a brilliant player. It was such a good game to watch. Now, this is a Manchester United fan who usually slags off West Ham, says everything about it. Oh, you won't win. And he said, foregone conclusion. When you play Manchester United at home, which is in a few weeks' time, isn't it? Yeah. Um, he said, oh, it might, might be in, is it in March? Yeah. Is it in February? It's March. He said, it's a guaranteed three points. He said, there's no way. He said, the quality you've got in that team, you'll walk over us. Well, it's not even that. You bring Lanzini back into it. Yeah, Lanzini's coming back Sacco. in, Mar- in uh, February. Sacco's coming back in February. And Andy Carroll's coming back in February. Yep. Where are you going to fit them into the team, boys? I don't have to. That's all right. Bring yeah. Carroll on, make the difference. Zerate who, I say. Yeah, well, we'll get on to that. Later. Uh Quick stat attack, 47% possession, 53% to them. We let them come to us. Had 10 shots, three on target. They had 16 shots, three on target. So stats say they had a bit of the upper hand, but, you know, I think we just defended well. Well, since one of those was a penalty, we had three on target. We hit two of them. We hit the post twice. They hit the post twice. Yep. I still felt marginally we deserved to win. I know a lot of neutrals would say it's a fair result. I thought we won at the end when Kiyote leapt above everyone. and uh, Yeah, you were a bit upset about that. Yeah, I felt I was good. I, 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 I agree with you, Sean. Whoa! On my birthday, you're going to agree with me. I agree with you. I felt, I felt we did deserve to win the game. You know, we definitely didn't deserve to lose it, so I you know, would take, take the point. They came at us, to be fair, they came at us second half with everything they had. It was yeah. a bit of a nervous... The changes um, they made... Me really was made. The, uh, the guy they brought on in, in Chinny, whatever his name Ianacho, was. Ianacho. He made a difference. He's just started running straight in, straight directly through the middle all the time and he made a difference. He caused a bit of panic in the defence. Mm. and he, he set up their goal, basically. Yeah, he? he did. It was but a bit a nervous finish. watch at the second half. Yeah. No, I'd, I was never really nervous really? about it. One fan, sadly, had a heart attack in the Bobby Moore lower. Did you know that? No. During the game. How is he? He's all right. He's all right, yeah. He's yeah, m- good. made a good recovery, I hear. 
but I can understand. I bet heart, you know, your old heart races through through games like that. Right. And it was it was one of those games. And I said to you, I haven't. Usually, I get bored, don't I? And I'm on my phone and everything. <laughs> I was hardly on my phone ever. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the whole game, John. But you couldn't really. Did you see that? You couldn't really. I help. couldn't take my eyes off it. Couldn't really help but watch the whole game when he scored in the first fifty-three seconds yeah. or whatever it was. And that was it. it was and what, what great form Enna Valencia is in all of a sudden. You know, we, we started to question Enna Valencia uh, and whether he was um, physical enough for the Premier League, haven't we, in the yeah. past. And um, what stood a up to way to, to take a goal. And, and, and it also reinforces what we've said time and time again, which is Village raises game for the big games. Yeah, he does. We like playing. He likes taking on the big teams. Yeah, we So-called well. big teams, of course. Yeah. We need to get it so we beat the uh, the average or mid-range mid teams. Yeah, that's the title-winning team, can isn't it? First of all, can we get the elephant out of the room? What's that? You? Carl Jenkinson. Carl Jenkinson. <laughs> to be fair, I completely forgot about him. Can we get the elephant out of the room? Can we get rid of him Can we get him out of West Ham? No, we can't. Which I, we'll talk about later in the transfer. We can't send him back. Well, we can. It is uh, legally... There's no Premier League rules to stop it happening. But since we paid a million and a half um, loan fee and he's on a million pound bonus or whatever, I don't know what it is, then they would have to pay half of that back. So they would have to pay, you know, 1.75 back to us. They're not going to do that. Or from, from and an they, Arsenal. And who, with his form, why would they want him back as a right back but in Arsenal? From an Arsenal point of view, it'd, it'd probably do better for them to take him back. But where's he going to... Because his, his confidence money. is getting ruined and ruined. Well, it is. On a do you know what? That's basis. what I'm going to say. I thought he looked nervous. And I had this thought, and you're going to say, that's stupid, sure. So we all know he gave away the penalty. Yeah. Third penalty he's given away this season, by the way. Do yeah, you know that? Most, most penalties than any other yeah, player. More, he's given more penalties away than any other defender. I what, wondered... In the, whole, in the whole league? In the whole yeah, in the Premier, Premier league. league, yeah. I wondered, and, and shoot me down if I'm wrong on this, whether he deliberately feigned injury to get off the pitch. That he actually, his bottle went and he, he feigned injury I'm to get off the pitch. I'm going to shoot you straight down there because I don't think anyone would really do well, that. Well, I, I think if you just lost your bottle, you completely lost your bottle, he thinks, what am I going to do? Because he seemed to walk off all right. You know, he wasn't, if his hammy had gone or something, how come he was just walking off the pitch okay? Well, what has after gone? After seven minutes. What, you tell us what's wrong with him. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. I haven't asked. Because I don't think that much about him. I don't think did he you, would have Did you that. see the Twitter gaff from Mr. Gold? No. <laughs> did you not? Did you? <laughs> Some fan wrote in, you know, you've made, uh, dear Mr. Gold, you've made a good club great. Uh, but you, um, you need to tell Jenkinson to fuck right off. He's utter wank. Ooh. Right? Language. And <laughs> David Gold retweeted <laughs> Oh, did he? <laughs> and all the papers picked it up. He delayed. He later deleted it. And and you know, to be fair to him, he is seventy nine years old. It might have been an accidental retweet, but of course, the papers picked it up, and Arsenal fans picked it up <laughs> that he retweeted something saying that Jenkinson is utter wank. I, I mean, we all agree with I that. I did see a tweet saying from some Arsenal fan <coughs> account saying, "Feel free to give David Gold as much abuse as you want." Yeah, that was he it. Just yeah. retweeted. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I saw that. So, I mean, it's it's. I feel sorry for the guy, really. Well, you just accused him of 
finding. Yeah, because I think his bottle went. <laughs> I think his bottle went. I think he's really lost confidence. And I don't know how he gets it back again. Well, I don't think we're going to need to worry about it. Well, that's after talking about the elephant in the room, let's talk about the next prodigy of right back. What about Sam Byron? Well, yeah, he done very well after coming on. I think I said on the day that he won me over. I think one of his first touches, the ball came flying back to him from a corner or a, a cleared cross, and he had three City players three running City. at him. He was the last man. Yeah, they were bearing down on him. And and we'd all forgiven him if he just knocked it out, wouldn't we? Yeah, well, I thought he was just going like, to head it back or whatever, yeah. but he, he <laughs> had the composure to chest it down and hit a first-time volley. 63 to yards to Dimitri Payet. Dimitri Payet. And then Payet didn't control it, didn't he? No. <laughs> he bounced off his chest and went out. Because he's shit. <laughs> but I'll tell you, that's. I, th I think I think that actually that little passage of play. I think I'll always remember Byron first as his first appearance now, for that. He he was they although he's been tracked for some time and Tony Henry's got a lot to do with this because you know Tony Henry's in charge of the recruitment now. They all they always saw him as next year. Yeah. You know, they never saw him as this year. In fact, they were just about to put him in the development team. He really? wasn't due to be on the bench. But it said in his press conference that. He'd be starting his West Ham career in the development squad. Yeah, and, um, and James uh, Tompkins gets a, a knock. Some strange rumours going around about that, but uh, I'll tell you about that in a minute. And um, in he goes straight <laughs> in. And after, what was it, nine minutes, he's on the pitch against Man City. I mean, what a debut. Most people would just bottle that. But he looked calm. He looked collected. He, yeah, he, he did. talks like a 12-year-old, by the way, if you heard him talk. Yeah, I have. Yeah. But, he, you know, I don't say he's such... He does. You're, you're, you're <laughs> extremely critical. Scott, he, does look, he does talk like a 12 I, I mean, yeah, he was very composed and, you know, it'd be nice to see him get some, some more game time this season. So if he does become our regular player next year at that position, he's right. comfortable. Rumour, James Tompkins, from Ian Dale, who was in the director's box with Karen Brady, David Sullivan, David Gold. David Gold, um, with for a competition win to do with LBC on Saturday, right. and when he came out, he didn't he didn't attribute to any of them. By the way, I'm not suggesting it came from them, but he said he'd heard a rumor that James Tompkins had been dropped to the bench. Yeah, for Saturday, and basically said, "Well, I don't want to be in the bench. I don't want to be in the squad." I'm just repeating what uh, Ian Dale said. I don't. I'm not sure it is true. I got told he's got a knock, and I believe he's got a knock, but I'm just repeating what, what Ian Dale said. So Tompkins has got the eight, is what you're saying? Yeah. But why? Why do you what, 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 Because what? He, he wasn't starting as a, a centre-back, and, and Billiger already decided to start um, uh, Carl Jenkinson as the right-back. Well, Allegedly. That That is a conundrum that's going to need sorted anyway, isn't it, the centre-back position? Well, I think you... Uh, well, you can't drop... James Collins. No, you can't. And, and again, another immense... I mean, we should go through some of the plays. But immense game from James Collins. Time and time again. You shall not pass. He wasn't <laughs> letting anyone pass. <laughs> Good job, it's your birthday. <laughs> yeah. It's a Lord of yeah, Rings reference. Alex Song obviously had a Man of the Match winning performance well, well, at the Boney. Who, who was your Man of the Match? Because I would give it to Song or Paillet, I think. Well, a lot of people said Mark Noble as well. One, the three people were saying Paillet, yeah. Mark Noble or Alex Song. Who was yours, Sean? I don't know. The fact that every time Paillet touched the ball, I went, for the whole game, I think, 
probably Pye. I mean, it was funny that when I thought Alex Song gave one of his best performances, but when it said, and the man of the match is Alex Song, and through it, all <laughs> everyone was singing, we've got Pye all yeah. the way through. But, but I, I think I'm, I'm I'm Song, Song had a very good game, I agree. Song had his best game. I think everyone had a good turn. game. No one had a bad game. Noble, very Mark solid. Noble, well, I mean, we bossed midfield, let's be honest. That's yeah. where we bossed it. And Mark Noble, I thought, had a tremendous... He was involved in so much of it, but sometimes what he does, because it's not, you know... It's not spectacular. It's not spectacular. But he's an important... Part he's at of the that, heart yeah. of the, uh, the midfield. And that's a good combination. It's it funny, isn't it? You know, Yaya Torre standing up against Mark Noble. Well, so Yaya Torre looked like a big old lump. Yeah, he didn't look he didn't very good, He did didn't he? look very he didn't mobile. Look he looked well, like well, a lump. Obviously, the way Chiarty ran past him and left him in the first minute. But yeah, it was just... Winston Reid come back, looked solid. So his little calm chest back to the keeper yeah. when that ball hit the... I'm trying to think what... what um, Cresswell did to stand out, but you know he didn't have. A, I can't think of anything. Form solidly. Yeah, he didn't do anything I guess wrong. he probably could have cleared the ball when that ball came bounced in front yeah, of Aguero. He came off of him to Aguero for the goal, didn't it? But well, you know, right? It, it was just one of those. It was a good timing. R five. Everyone mm. had a few, didn't they? Yeah, we'd had a few. The whole place was buzzing. The goal early set the whole tempo of the game. The atmosphere was great. It was dark, the lights were on. Mm. It was one of those, wasn't it? Unfair on Obiang to be dropped? Well, it's a team game. Yeah, you know, he'd, he'd get another go, wouldn't he? But Song came in for him, didn't he? And yeah. Antonio, what do you think of Antonio in this game? I thought he'd done well. Uh, what did you think of Victor Moses? I again, didn't do anything wrong, did he? Well, didn't do anything I'm not sure he did anything right. He, didn't, he looked a poor imitation, if I'm honest with you. He looked a poor imitation. Of Mikel Antonio. But he, I thought... He didn't get a lot, a long time and he did break at the end, didn't he? And got taken out for the free kick then Chiarty at the yeah, crossbar. Yeah. You know, he's so one he, thing, yeah. And Mikel Antonio got an assist. Yeah. <laughs> Mikel Antonio he's best, special. Uh, in fancy football, he's the best... He's, he's like top of the form of, of midfielders just behind um, Mares. What you got to look at Antonio is it's not so much what he does going forward as well. It's, it's the amount of defensive work he does as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. The I amount think, of yardage I he mean, does. I mean, there's another one that, you know, came straight in and after everyone moaning, oh, what's going to happen? And, and he's, he's done really yeah. well. Who was moaning? Well, West Ham fans I in general. Moaning. Yeah, they were. Why aren't you giving him his chance? Why did you buy him for £7 million and you're not starting him? Yeah, right. and he came in and, and proved David us all Gold, right. remember, retweeted. Someone said, Mikel yeah, Antonio missing, missing in the city of <laughs> Manchester. Another gold gaff. Gold gaff. A David gold gaff. Gold. David Gold. Gaff. What can we link to Talking gaff? of gaff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, talking of gaff. Sure, sure. Let's hear what the gaffer had to say. From my point of view, as a neutral commentating, it was... Breathtaking. Yeah. From you, from your point of view? Also. I've, but I'm not neutral, of course. Uh, but it was great game, a great game of football. And I'm so proud of uh, of our team and also Man City. Uh, they, it, it, it was basically both teams played football. And it was everything in it. It was like four goals, uh, posts or whatever, chances, uh, up and down, tacklings, yellow cards. Penalty, unfortunately, no less. So, uh, to be fair, uh, we are a little bit disappointed, 
and I told the guys that they shouldn't be, but it's good. I mean, if you are disappointed when you draw with Man City, then, then you know that you have a good team and your ambitions are quite high. So, uh, as I said, we played a fantastic game from the first minute till, till the end. Of, of course, with the class they have and with the quality they have, you have to sometimes to sit very deep, sometimes you have to be lucky, uh, but uh, we defended really good and with the ball we were, every time we were there, we tried to play football and we tried to penetrate them and we scored two goals, we created also many chances and uh, we were going forward really good. So. As I said, it was a it was great game to watch, great game to be part of it, and I'm really proud of the guys. Complaints? Should they have got a penalty? And also, should Demichelis have seen red? Uh, penalty? I would like to see. I didn't see it. Uh, for me, it looked from from here, soft, but I, uh, I was really far, far away from that. Uh, the Michele situation, I would also like to see again, but at, at that moment for me it, uh, it looked like red because no matter that, that uh, was Otamendi probably there, I mean, uh, he might catch him, but, but, but the goal was, it wasn't at the center of the pitch, it was like there, 30 yards or 25 yards and, 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 uh, and I think uh, it should have been red. But I would like to see the situation again. Payet's free kick, brilliant save, right at the end, Coyote hits the post over the woodwork. Yeah, I mean, they, they hit the post twice, so we have to be fair. Uh, but uh, I told Manuel Pellegrini during the game, and uh, I mean, after Dimitri's free kick, that, uh, that there's only one keeper. I mean, if it wasn't Joe Hart in goal, it would be in because it was uh, it was not a soft one it was hard one with uh, with pace with everything with whip in it and uh, it's a shame that he saved it uh, last minute yeah, it, it would have been like a like a great finish for us but uh, as i said we are a bit disappointed but we are much more proud than disappointed to be fair and 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 2-2 with man city it's really good result especially when we perform like this there you go, that is what the gaffer had to say. What do you think, John? Well, I'm as optimistic as he is, really. I think, yeah. Only because you heard the first line. <laughs> yeah, I was breathless. Breathless. Yeah, breathless. It was a great game to watch. It was, it was a great neutral. game. A it was a great game. It was a great birthday celebration. And well, it, I, I, I didn't watch all, it on it Match of the day. day, but what number on Match of the Day were we? Uh, second or third, I think. can't remember. I watched the, I recorded it because it was on Sky, and I watched all the Stuart Pearce and stuff. He was full of, full of praise for Martin Noble. Yeah. It really was bigging him up. And Pae, yeah. of course. Yeah. It was just like every time Pae did anything, it was the whole place. Woo -hoo, woo -hoo, yeah. It was just... It was good. And we just just mentioned, while we're on post-match, we we went to the Victoria Tavern afterwards and saw a very good ska band and had a party into quite late in the night. Tottenham band, weren't they? What's their name? Do you know their name? I don't know the name, but Lee Singer's a Tottenham fan. He's a Tottenham fan. He's got a big barrier against him, and we just kept on singing the Pyatt song over him. And he's always it's always the same. It's yeah, it is. Yeah. It is a good night though. If uh, if yeah, um, it's good. Whenever uh, they, if you're after the game, go and see the Victoria Tavern, and if they've got they're playing the Scar Band, we can really recommend it. <laughs> Can't we? <laughs> no, I'm serious.
It's a good part, you know. You, say, you sort of say that as if... Well, some people won't know about that they do a scar He's band. right, Dad. Some okay. people won't know. Yeah. Oh. People in Australia won't. Not if, if they, they don't always. Them. They don't always have a scar yeah. band. Hello to the people in Australia and thanks the Brisbane Hammers and the Sydney Hammers both wish me a happy birthday. Did so you I get them the right way around this time? Uh, I'm going to say big thank you uh, Got to get the Robbie right names to the right. And, and Dave at the Brisbane Hammers and the... Uh, and Sydney Hammers, who wish me a happy birthday. Thanks, guys, <laughs> and, and keep on listening. <laughs> That's one of your classics, absolute classics. I know. I know. Yeah, and the uh, Brisbane hab- Hammers have a uh, Facebook group, don't they? Yeah. They, do. they do. Melbourne Hammers didn't even wish me a happy birthday. <laughs> Perth Hammers didn't hear from them. <laughs> uh, transfer window update. Yeah. I'm going to rush through these because we've got four pages. Yeah. Leads right back, Sam Byram signed, really. Yeah. But I put the details of the thing. Uh, he's on a four and a half, four and a half year deal. We signed him for three point eight million. His wages will increase to thirty thousand pound a week, although he will start in the development team to be fully assessed. Yeah. Well, well we know that didn't happen. That didn't happen. That's not bad. Thirty grand a week. Um, <laughs> is it? <laughs> no, it's from not. The straight from the championship. It's not bad at all, mate. Uh, we had to pay half the money up front, which came out. I just want to say, and I know you're going to say. I'm crawling. It came out of the personal pockets of David Gold and David Sullivan. David Gold. So not from the club because we've got no money. It came out of the personal pockets of the chairman. Uh, we've also signed a young goalkeeper called Nathan Trott on a two and a half year deal. He's Bermudan. Yeah, he, he's been on trial. He's, he looks a decent young prospect. We've also seen the departure of Mauro Zarate to Fiorentina for a fee of around 1.6 million. His departure release is 40 grand a week. Uh, we've also Bilic has also confirmed that Nikita Jelovic could be outbound in this transfer window during a press conference on Thursday. He's it, been linked with the mega money move to China. Yeah, he's and already he's thought on, to be on fifty-five. He's on grand fifty-five a week. here, uh, but they they pay silly money in China at the moment. Would we miss Jelovic, John? I wouldn't. I wouldn't miss him, but we, you know we'd need to really replace him yeah get another so if striker. we replace him this is the thing right because we, we, we've been obviously linked by with Emma Nike which we'll talk in a minute um, Emma Nike Emma Nike Emma you won't get whoever comes in when all of our strikers are fit will hardly get a game will they well it depends how he plays but if he continues to play one up front then yeah no but it's it's, it's a great problem to have isn't it it is a great problem and it's have. you know Carroll was an ideal um, replacement or impact player or someone to be used in the right situation. I just think, I'm not sure you do need a striker and I just think we've got a strong enough squad. I just wonder whether you can get the quality. What they said before is, we will only go for someone exceptional, right? Sam Byram, goodbye. Absolutely one for the future. Proved himself already. But a lone striker who's, who's got lots of baggage... Which you well, know I wrote about. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that may not be the lone striker we need, but when you look at where they dug out Sacco from, you know, if they get the, if they dig out a car right crash, and Sacco also if right uh, Alexandra Pato is loan move is moved to Chelsea comes off. Yeah, I think they've said that Remy would be available for loan. Yeah, I've been told. Less than a, w- and, and this is from our top senior source, less than a 1% chance of getting Remy. Um, so it's pretty unlikely. Because of? I don't know. That's all I was told. I wasn't told anymore. Just while we just mentioned Sacco, did you see him write off his uh, 
200, 200 grand Lamborghini in a I wall in a church. I didn't see it, but I heard I've seen the pictures. Yeah. Whoops. You <laughs> only had it for about a week and a half. Whoops. You get another one. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Right, on you go, George. Uh, Joey O'Brien's back from injury and he's immediately linked to Sam Allardyce and Sunderland as well as Leighton Orient and their new player manager, Kevin Nolan. Yes, Kevin we should Nolan. mention that. Kevin yeah. Nolan, player manager at Leighton Orient. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good luck to him. Good, uh, yeah, good you luck know, to him. Joey, with, with Sam Byron just coming in like that, there is no way Joey O'Brien's going to get back in the team. Is he? No. no. Carl Jenkinson has been linked with a return back to Arsenal, as we talked about earlier. But uh, he won't go, as I said earlier. Yeah. Uh, and see, a club source has told us that Arsenal will be well out of pocket. So Yeah. 1.75 So, you know, they just don't see it happening. It, it, it's all in Arsenal's hands. I'm not saying we wouldn't snap their hand off if, if they offered it to us. Um, what, what's, what's their right back called? He's been rumoured to go. Debussy. Debussy. Bellerin's playing at the moment. So he's he's actually come out and said he'd, li- he'd like to leave, hasn't he? Well, Debussy needs to play because he's part of the French national yeah. team. Yeah. And if he's so not starting... If he doesn't go... Bellerin could take his place. He's French, isn't he? Bellerin? Is he? I think so. Is that's he? the only reason I could see um, not English, Carl Jenkinson sure. going back if they needed cover. But you've got to look at his form and go, would Arsenal want it? They're going for the title. Would they want Carl Jenkins sitting on the bench at the moment in his form? Who knows? All right, move on. Uh, Angelo Agbonna has been linked with a move back to Italy and playing for Roma. Agent talk, I reckon. Reese Oxford has yet again been linked with a move to four of the so-called top six clubs in Premier League. So that includes City, United, Chelsea and Liverpool. I mean, it's great that he's linked, but... We're not a selling club, are we? Well, they no. tied him down to a new deal, didn't they? Bellerin's Spanish. Sorry, guys. Uh, Pedro Obiang would consider if leaving, leaving if a team made a proposal for him. Did you see his agent came out and what he said? 
No, I didn't see it. His agent came out and said, oh, yeah, he's really happy at West Ham, but if an offer came on, he would consider it. Oh, really? And you get a nice little bonus for... Um, the move. The move, yeah. Agents. Uh, quick wind-up of our loans. Uh, Elliot Lee has joined Colchester. Again. Southend United announced the signing of Hammer Stephen Hendry on a 31-day loan deal. Reese Burke extended his loan deal at Bradford City until the end of the season. Uh, and our 19-year-old right-back Kyle Noyle has joined Scottish Premiership Club Dundee United. That's a good one. Martin Samuelson extended his loan at Peter Brown until the end of the season. I think that's last week's news, is it not? I think we got it. Uh, oh, yeah, because we did it yeah. during the Barry Fry one. You're right. Uh, transfer gossip coming in. We look likely to sign Emmanuel Emenike on loan after the player posted a sticker of himself in a West Ham top superimposed over Zarate. But it's all gone quiet lately. It was supposed to be. Everyone's rumoured it'd be done by the weekend. Um, apparently, the club. Who is it? Al Ain. No, no, no. The parent club. The Shiktas, isn't it? No, it's not. Fenerbahce. Fenerbahce. Um, they've not been answering the phone. Um, plus, also, I wrote. He's got a lot of baggage. Did you read that one? Of the baggage. Yeah, I saw that one, Sean. He's uh, he's been accused of match fishing, which he was exonerated. He got arrested for kicking a ball in a policeman's face. He's been uh, fined and sent off for abusing fans. He asked to be... Um, I reckon he'd fit right in. Yeah, he would, wouldn't he? Him and... The, him and the, he seems like another Ravel Morrison, but I don't know why we want a player like that, but everyone deserves a second, third, full, fifth, second, seven, 72nd chance. <laughs> uh, Andre Pierre Gignac, I think it's pronounced... He plays for Mexican team Tigres UANL. He was briefly linked with a low move to West Ham. Yeah, it looked like the one David Sullivan was talking about on Sky, but, but we've been told since it's not. So that's a shame. He seemed good. Uh, and West Ham insiders have admitted they made a first inquiry for Watford's £20 million rated striker Odion Igalo. And we were turned down. Now that would have been a good signing. I'm not convinced. Really? You yeah. think he's a one-season wonder? I think he might be. I think he's just one of those who... Scored again at the weekend leg, and assist at the weekend. Legs all over the place and manages just to... A win, another goal and assist. Former Hammer Denver Bar has once again been linked. But there's little chance of it happening, according to a top West Ham insider. They like him, but he's 31 years old. Do we really want to go back to those days of getting trying to relive the glory days? Can I just ask you two... That was the he got, well. He got scored seven goals year. in whatever. Um, Glory. Would you want Temper Bar back? I wouldn't mind Temper Bar back, really? but not on a long-term deal. No, Maybe I wouldn't want him back as my leading striker. I'm no. Uh, we've got our eyes on another Championship defender, six foot six centre back Jake Cooper, who's made twenty-one appearances for Reading this season. I'm not sure. I mean, I, obviously there must be something in these. I'm not sure they're made up. They're not from the Brentwood Gazette, but. If we've got Reese Oxford, <laughs> um, why would we Re want another Reece centre Reese Oxford's back? the future. Yeah. Uh, we've had a look at Marseille striker Michi Batshuayi. Now, he looks a real good one. He's a keeper for the summer. Isn't Marseille where we got Paye from? He was, yeah. They know each other. Uh, that could happen for 20 million, really. 20 million. He, what, he could the be summer? the 20 million striker they're talking about. In the summer. Uh, what do you know about him, John? No, no, Never heard of him, mate. We've been linked with Ben Yedder. I'm not sure. He plays for Toulouse. They uh, like the French at the moment, don't Veli they? Veli Kavlak from Besiktas. 
has said he's not interested in the move to West Ham. It's nice of him to say so. And 17-year-old Martin Odegaard is here again. He's been linked with a low move to West Ham on social media in recent days. I would like that one to happen. Uh, who's, he, who's he played for? He's a, uh, Real, Real Madrid. Real Madrid. He's the, yeah. young, he's the uh, one. Oh, he's the one Liverpool were after, wasn't he? Young it? Norwegian. Yeah. Uh, we've got scouts in Belgium, France and Portugal. They are out there watching all the big games. That's where the hotbed's going to come, isn't it? The next, you know, everybody, we did so well in Belgium and France ourselves that, wasn't mm -hmm. it, um, Kuwaiti came from Belgium. League. He did, yeah, he and did. And, 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 yeah. and obviously French leagues, we've got Seco and Payet. Well, yeah. It's going to be a big summer, transfer-wise, because the money's going to be yeah. huge. I mean, is it, I see somewhere that someone like West Brom are now in the top 20 clubs in the world financially. No, they're not. We are. We were twenty top twenty in the world. West Brom weren't. Well, we jumped up from twenty one to twenty. Oh, well, well, they're in the top thirty or something. Yeah, maybe, so maybe. The whole of the top twenty only got printed in the papers. Though. <laughs> we well, never used to get I, printed. Virtually the whole of the Premier League now. The financial clout. Well, is we jumped above Galatasaray by about a million, right, and moved together. But with the new money, nearly it's going to almost be all Premier League. So we are going to jump above people like AC Milan yeah. and. Yeah, no, and, and big ridiculous. teams like that. It's going to so be amazing. We are going to... I mean Money don't buy you success, though. It doesn't. It certainly if does, it does if you buy, buy right, though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, true. Which they seem to be doing at the moment. Yeah. And some silly season rumours. The Brentwood Gazette, or the Brentford Gazette, as Sean keeps calling <laughs> it, uh, have done their best impression of Sunday sports ridiculous headlines to rival World War II bomber found on the moon. Did you write this? Yeah, I did. Um, of course, David Sullivan and David Gold used to own the Daily Sport. These stories include that we're in for Mario Balotelli, Andros oh. Townsend, Emmanuel Adebayor, Andre Ayew, Swiss, Swiss striking sensation. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Josip Dermich, Boca Junior striker Carlos Tevez and Daniel Sturridge. I can tell you all, they're all bollocks and they're not going to happen. We're going to put an explicit sign on this one. Do you know mouth. what? When you get to his age... And, and they went today. They print four or five stories a day that are just completely made up. And the thing, funny thing is, bigger papers keep on printing this rubbish, like the Express and the Star. Because what happens is, some, some foreign newspaper picks up the Brentwood Gazette, and then they print it, and then the Daily Star read it and think, oh, well, if, if it says it in the Turkish media, it must be true. But the actual <laughs> genesis of it was the Brentwood Gazette. Fair play to them. They're in a little giggle. Uh, we salute you. They are probably Brent having a right laugh. Brentwood Cazette, we salute you. Brentford. Brentwood. That's it for the transfer update. So it obviously is. the window shuts uh, on Monday the 1st. The transfer deadline day. I think we need a striker. And we could give it a go. I can't see anyone outbound except for Jelovic. Can you? No, I hope not. No. Well, some people, like, you know, like a Jerry O'Brien or someone, but... Oh, Joe O'Brien. We'll let Joe O'Brien go. Oh, that's oh, that's nice, you sure? Well, he's on £30 grand a week or it's something. It's time for... He's a god. This. Facebook, Twitter, question time. Sorry, what? I was just talking to him. What did you say? Sorry, I didn't know we were recording. Oh. This is Facebook Twitter <laughs> Question Time. That's where we ask you, the listener, to get involved with us, the podcasters, by 
by uh, messaging on our Facebook group, which is facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast. You've just reminded me. I downloaded an app you wanted me to, to oh, run Zed, tonight. Zedcast. Yeah. yeah. Have you signed up? Yeah. Does it look cool? I don't know. I didn't I try it. I haven't played with it yet. Yeah. Oh, well. Next week. Zedcast. We could try it now because it's time for Facebook to question time. Yeah, okay. Don't worry about it. We'll do it another time. <laughs> uh, we had a couple do, before we go on to the actual post that I put out we had a couple messages I saw that came direct to us mm. do you remember what they were? no <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, well I put out on the well, Facebook thanks for those though <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you will I, tell me won't we you? do appreciate them well I'm going to look now yeah <coughs> talk amongst yourselves right, uh, Gary Prince the said oh yeah, yeah, there you go yeah, still it, was got a bit of a right. it was about the uh Ticket allocation for Liverpool. Yeah, there was one. So there's a message from Gary Prince who said, can Sean find out what happened with the club only taking the smaller allocation for Liverpool away in the FA Cup? Yeah, I can. And um, thanks for that. I even wrote an article for Clarence Hume this afternoon about it. So, so thanks for that idea. <laughs> um, so, so basically... All, all ideas welcome. Yeah, it basically, um, we didn't... We, we, of course we're entitled for 15%, which is 6,800. And of course Exeter did take... 6,000, by the way. They got initial allocation they asked for for 4,000. They had another two. But you've got to remember, for Everton, uh, for uh, Exeter. Well, Exeter, it's a chance in a lifetime. They won't get a chance again, probably. For us, <laughs> we're going to play in another seven months or eight months or whatever. So, and people have been earlier. When Anfield in that 3-0 win, try and have a guess how many people actually bought tickets for that game on a Saturday at 3 o'clock. 2,000. 1,800. 2,500. So oh. we're 500. We had to pay for those 500 tickets we didn't sell for a 3,000. That's the way it works, by the way. No returns, mate. So the, the club's out of pocket. So on this one, we've taken an allocation of 3,000 initially. We could write it to 6,000, but there just wasn't the demand. And they've given three reasons. First of all, so this morning at 9 o'clock, we're recording this on a Monday, this morning at nine o'clock, they'd only sold 2,536 tickets to pro, uh, priority members and season ticket holders. It went to members this morning, which we sold a bit more, and by the time it goes to general sale tomorrow, that will be Tuesday morning, it will sell out the 3,000. Now, the problem the clubs say, and they do their research, is number one, it's on the TV. We all know that. Number two, there's a problem with trains back. Apparently, there's not many trains on the way back, so... Some people might get caught there. Number three, notoriously, January is a bad year, a bad month for people to put their hand in the pocket because they're still paying off um, Christmas. So the, 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 the club put together all those three factors, not wanting to be out of pocket. They guessed that 3,000 would be enough. And guess what? I think they're pretty much spot on. They say the majority of people who want to go away are season ticket holders and members, not the general public. The general public, by the time it goes to general sale, really don't sell that many, maybe a hundred or two. So, you know, there's all these people out crying on social media. It's a travesty. It's disgusting that we're only taking 3,000. Well, it's supply and demand, mate. You know, if the b demand is not there and people would rather stay at home and watch it on the TV, that's it. If demand was there before today, then we'd have upped it to 4,000 or 5,000 or 6,000 or even 6,800, which was our maximum... Um, allocation. Oh, is he still going on? <laughs> I tell you. So there you go, Gary. An answer in full. 
from uh, our contacts. I was trying well. not to be horrible to you because it's your birthday, but God. So I put on the Facebook group earlier, recording tonight at 7.30pm, it's Sean's birthday. Send in your birthday messages and your predictions and thoughts on the Liverpool FA Cup game this weekend. Uh, Alex McFarlane says, happy birthday, Sean, 24 again. Yeah. Lads, don't be so hard on him. Yeah, too right. <laughs> too right, Alex. Plus, his interviews are really good. Yeah, they are. 2-1. Uh, Let's one, make him fan of the week. 2-1 against <laughs> Liverpool. Super game Saturday against Man City. Proud of the team. Big shout to young Sam Byram. Splendid yeah. performance on his debut. Agreed with it all apart from don't be so hard on him. Aaron Sean Watkins <laughs> says, happy birthday, Sean. Norwich proved how bad Liverpool's defence is, so we need to full-on attack them. I'm hoping for a 2-0 win. When is Sacco back? Feb. Feb. Uh, Sunderland. Be. Is it? Yeah, so hopefully he was going to make it for Villa, but I understand he's not going to quite be there. What about so Carroll? Carroll is somewhere like the third week of Feb. He'll be back. Mm. Nigel Khan says, recording on his birthday, sad, sad, sad. Hoping for a replay. That means one more game at the Bolin. Yeah. Tim right. Sharman says, Happy birthday, Sean. Have a great day. Any more news on Mark Noble's testimonial? Is yeah. Decanio or Tevez playing? He well, announced his tickets today. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I, I, that's news to me because I didn't know about that. Um, I saw Trevor um, Sinclair was tweeting um, Paolo on his show saying, Come on, Paolo, because he hasn't fully committed yet. Um, I heard Shaka Hislops agreed to do it as well, hasn't he? Appear. There's quite a few people doing it, but he's announced um, he's announced the tickets. They're going on sale. Tickets will go on sale to season ticket holders on February the second and general sale on February February the eighth. Season ticket holders will get a discounted price. But they haven't said how much. They haven't said how much. But Apparently, Louisa Johnson is rights. singing there. Yes, you told me that. Louisa Johnson, winner of X Factor, and Hammer Extraordinaire will be singing. Um, achy breaky heart. You're making that up, aren't you? Yeah, of course. I <laughs> she will be there. She won't be singing Aiky Breaky uh, Gary Prince says, Happy birthday, Sean. Easy question for you. If either us or Man United reach the FA Cup finals, semi-finals, our league match will have to be moved, but to which date? If Man United are in the Europa League semi-finals, these are confirmed as 28th of April and 5th of May. So where will our league match fit in? It's a good question, Sean. It's a good question. You could write an article about that. I could. And that do. would be two. That is, that is. That's a great. That would be two. A, you're gonna have to yeah, name stories. The that is a it's great. Gary Prince. That's, yeah. it's, the same it's Gary Prince, again. is it? Well done, Gary. That's two stories Actually, today. Actually, you Can I give a second sort of fan of the week? I already <laughs> gave it to. Who was it earlier? Uh, Alex. Alex. Oh, have you forgotten Alex. his name? <laughs> so Gary so gets a joint fan why of the we week. Have a guy. Thanks, Gary. That's a great article that I can write tomorrow for Clarence You. Chris Pearson says, not sure if my message went through, so happy birthday, Sean. Did you get his message? Yeah. Uh, you do, you guys do a great job, and the interviews are excellent. Oh, thanks, Chris. 2-0 uh, to the Cockney boys. Come on, you irons. Yeah, come on. Darren Kitchens says, happy day, day of birth, Sean. Thank you. Liverpool will be tough. A very unkind draw from the hat. I believe Byram is cup-tied. If so, play Pyatt a right back. He can play anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Thought Song was much better on Saturday. Is he getting near his best? Let's hope so. Antonio continues to impress me. He was a beast again. That's a really good, another um, idea for an article for Clarence Hugh. Byron Captide. Byron Captide. This is great. We should do this more often. <laughs> <laughs> this gives me loads of material to write blogs. <laughs> 
You should give these people name checks. What, like I give you name checks when you give me ideas? You don't. You never do. Because it looks... No, I'm not going to say the word I was going to say. It just looks... Yeah, no, it makes you look like you know everything. I do know everything. Colin Wilkins says, happy birthday, Sean. Any truth in the rumours circulating that the Swansea game will be on a Monday night? Oh. 2-1 to us against Liverpool, hoping Stoke take them to extra time tomorrow. Well, that's an interesting conversation. If that's the case. Swansea is the last game ever at Upton Park. Yeah, if that's the case, I would like to throw my toys out of the pram at at this point. Let's talk about, there is a rumour out there, obviously. Um, and that's, I, I think the rumour has some credence, although I don't think anything's confirmed. Uh, there was a rumour going around that um, Iron Maiden were going to play um, on the last game because obviously Steve Harris is a, is a big fan. But uh, as uh, someone pointed out at the Black Lion, they're in Australia, so that's not the case um, of, of them playing at the gig. They're not going to fly back from Australia. So, without a doubt, one of the reasons we believe conspiracy theory has been moved back to the week before and not the final week is, in the final week, everybody's worried about relegation and promotion, aren't they? That's what Sky's interested in. Yeah, about. Sky's not going to be showing the much interest in West Ham's last game unless we're so going to put Swansea so relegated. So, the likelihood well, is... that wouldn't be Swansea, would it? Sky will pick up this game. Sky or BT will pick up this game. And therefore, there's a likelihood it won't. There's a very strong likelihood it will not be on Saturday at three o'clock. So they're not. They're not legally allowed to show us Saturday three o'clock, are they? No, they're not. So so you've got obviously the early game. Yeah, I could take what we had this this weekend, the five thirty kickoff, or a Sunday, or a Monday. Don't want a Sunday. Don't want a Monday. Yeah. But I don't think you've got a lot of choice, to be honest, in this matter. If Sky <laughs> say... Oh, mate, oh, no, I haven't got any choice. If I had my choice, we'd be playing our very last game of this season at home. Now, all and I'll say to you... The only reason that's not happening is because they want more attention on this game. So they pulled it forward. It was, out, it was West Ham who chose not to, to be was. this not... Well, allegedly. Well, well, the man who does the fixtures was on Talk Sport the day after they announced and said, yeah, West Ham... West Ham requested it, yeah. So, this is what we know. Obviously, Sky or BT have not announced their lineup, so there can be nothing confirmed until we get close to the time. Um, as you know, they have to give fans at least six weeks' notice for people who have booked well, hotels. They didn't just they do didn't that for us. I know, and the, and the Premier League are actually going to give a looking at a fund to re um, um, allow compensation for people that are out of pocket, aren't they, for that game? Because they know. broke that rule. But we don't know at the moment. Um, well, I'd like to start an official more than just a podcast campaign. Well, you don't need to because via, friend of the podcast. With all our other outlet things we're connected to on the Claret and Hue and everything. Yeah. Let's start a well, no to the Monday night say, game. Friend of the podcast, Mr. Nigel Khan. Yes. Who was drinking with us at the pub at the Black Line yep. on uh, Saturday. Saturday is still a member of the Supporters Advisory Board. Right. Now, one Mrs. Lady Karen Brady will be at the SAB tomorrow. It's it's tomorrow, the 26th of January. Uh, We've got our other spies there as well, because I'm no longer on it. 
But this is one of the questions Mr. Khan is he's going to ask a lot of ones. To well, I asked him, I actually asked him to ask that question on Saturday and he mm. said he will do, but he's got a list of long yeah. as you are. <laughs> So, <laughs> you can imagine if he doesn't get thrown out before yeah, he so that one. whether he gets to ask so, it or not uh, we do hope to have if we get some information we'll put it on the Facebook group um, no pressure Nigel um, but yeah we don't know in the, uh, I think no one knows so if people say it's definitely on a Monday it's not true it's not definitely on a Saturday or a Sunday the, the, if the broadcasters decide to move the game there is little West Ham United can do about it's it. Gotta be on because it's got to be on Saturday. It's got to be. No, it doesn't it's work like that. Be. The it's broadcasters decide. Oh, no, it doesn't work like that, but just can't. Just for it's us fans that have been rule. going there you know for what? many years. The broadcasters don't give a shit because they are not going to be at the ground. Well, they are going to be at the ground, but their viewers are not going to be at the ground. Okay. Well, we'll just have to see. To be continued. Yeah. Yeah. Lewis John Aaron Trout says on Twitter, at more TGA podcast. Happy birthday, Golden Oldie. If we play like we did on Saturday, we will murder the bin dippers. If we lose, we can concentrate on top six. Agreed. Uh, that's it for Facebook to the question time. Excellent. If you're listening and you haven't liked our Facebook page, please do, because we're up to 350 likes. Wow, that sounds rubbish. So if you're listening, <laughs> please visit facebook.com forward slash more I mean. than just a podcast and just click like. It's really easy. And then when we get to 400 likes... Since we had 31,000 listen to our Barry Fry interview, yeah. it's not a lot not of very likes, good, is it? No. no. It's like one probably there were a lot of Peterborough fans listening to... It's probably the whole of Peterborough listening to uh, <laughs> um, the Barry Fry interview. Well, so I think we should get some competition items. Yeah. Talking of that, um, we have been invited to a special corporate day at Chadwell Heath tomorrow um, to there's a round table event with some players um, James Collins he's been invited uh, well I have um, uh, Winston Reid and Sam Byram that's nice for you yeah there you go and some bloggers well I've got to try and work it out but I'll tell you who I've asked to stand in for me who? me and then, well I did ask you actually what did you say when I asked you I to go no, I can't what what happened when I asked you to go, John? I was a bit short notice. Yeah. yeah I'm, I've got a business to run, and if I don't go to work, I don't earn any money. So we've asked Nigel to go before he goes to the <laughs> south. And he's trying to arrange some stuff around. So hopefully, hopefully we can send Nigel along, um, and we can have uh, some interviews um, with uh, three of the first team. And That, uh, would, that would be nice. I believe the, the game is being, uh, or the day's been sponsored by El Toro, one of our new sponsors. They are trading, aren't they? Is it trading? Trading, yeah. So the three players are going to do some financial trading, and there's going to be a video and all PR on that. So nice. There you go. There's a plug for El Toro. Predictions Sponsor for Liverpool away in the FA Cup. Yeah. Tight, Please. tight game. We're going to win 4-0. <laughs> um, Benteke still on the bench, isn't he? Is he still on the bench? I don't know, Sean. I, don't know. I you, can't you, predict the future. You watched, you watched um, the game five. Benteke will play. It's the cup games. He's mm. been playing in all the cup games, so I'm sure they'll play him. It depends who, what team they put out. But they I got a game. This, they got a game tomorrow night, haven't they? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's hope that Stoke take them to extra time. Uh, I'm gonna I, go. I'm gonna go three-one win. I think we'll win. You say four-nil. Four-nil, Irons. I'm gonna eight. go 
two goals to one to West Ham. They um, Shawcross is out for Stoke tomorrow night. That's a big miss for them. So they they might actually win tomorrow night, Liverpool. Well, they're already already ahead in the tie, aren't they? And they're at home tomorrow. So good. We could they could take some extra time, which would be nice. Uh, thank you for listening to Morning's podcast. Podcast. Uh, my name's George. We're going to have a funny couple of weeks because uh, yeah, Sean's away again. Sean's well. I might away. be able to do maybe do an interview before I go, etc. I'm off to Tenerife, but um, I don't fly till t- early Tuesday morning, so I might be able to do something next week. I'm going to see what I can do in the early hours of Tuesday morning. Okay, so could be like um, Morning's podcast World Tour Part Two. Yeah. World Tour. World Tour from Tenerife. Back of the days of the World Tour. Back of the nets. Uh, Flashpoint. My name's George. Sean has been... Sean? John has been... Happy. Oy. By the way, if you're a member of the Tenerife Hammers, please contact us. Or Sean. The Tenerife Sean. Hammers. Yeah. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Bye. Bobby Moore. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.